Blog Talk Radio. host Bernice Alexander Bennett and I am so happy to have Angela Walton Raji on the line with me today because we're going to talk about what are you doing with your time well Angela that's a question that I want to hear folks answer what are you doing with your time (laughs) hey I'm sitting at my kitchen table and I said let me call Angela and let's Maybe everybody could just listen to us, Angela, as we talk about, well, how are people coping, you know, right now? We know we're talking about the coronavirus, COVID-19, and the fact that people need to shelter in place, that they should wash their hands and follow the public health guidelines that are being presented to them. But people like you and I, we're accustomed to getting out and going to the National Archives or going to a family history center or going somewhere. So, yes, hey, yes. tell me what you're doing with your time. Well, thank you, Bernice, and it's a joy to be here, um, back here. And I must say something before I even answer your question. It's a joy to hear Sweet Mellow Spice, your theme song again. I just was smiling <laughs> when it came on. But, yeah, in answer to your question, first of all, these are unusual times. You know what? But, um, you know, we're all worried about things that are happening with the global pandemic, and we're all, you know, adhering to the recommendations that have been presented to us. But as a person who does research every day, that has not stopped. It has made me, however, work on some of my projects. I've been working on some of my Oklahoma Indian Territory projects. I have one that I'm working on uh, on the northern part of the Choctaw Nation. You know, one branch of my family, they were Choctaw freedmen, um, my grandfather and great-grandparents. And um, so I've been working on that. But another thing, I've been reading some interesting interviews from the Indian Pioneer Papers, and one of them caught my attention in this era of COVID-19. And one of them was um, a narrative with a person who was interviewed in the 1930s, same time as the WPA project was going on, while Oklahoma had a similar project called the Indian Pioneer Project. And one of them was from a person who was a freedman. And they talked about how they were moving around um, in those early days of of freedom. And they talked about how at one point there was an outbreak of cholera and how they had to get on the road and get away from 
the cholera. And it just dawned on me, oh, my gosh, there was an epidemic, a public health scare, of course. Many people were coming down um, with this condition, and people were suddenly having to isolate themselves from familiar places to get away from the cholera. And I think of that as something that, wow, not even just if that interview hadn't occurred and just reading that one little um, statement that the person was making about that time in their life, we wouldn't really know how epidemics affect all of our lives. I've been certainly doing my thing. Uh, I've been really diving into my research, and I'm hoping maybe by the end of things um, uh, I may have um, something that will be useful for others who are researching or have an interest in the same geographic community. So I've been doing a lot of research and a little bit of reading, too, um, because sometimes when you're told you can't do something, then that's when you really want to do something. I don't know if you've ever had that feeling. Um, oh, told yes. You can't go yes, here. ma'am. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you know the feeling. So I have been really diving into things um, just almost as a reaction of the fact that movement is restricted. And so one thing I've been doing, I've also been journaling, journaling my experience, journaling my emotion to this. Our, our parents were children uh, in the 1920s, um, um, and of course their parents lived through the Spanish influenza epidemic of 1918, and we don't know what they thought, what they felt as they saw maybe loved ones affected. So I decided for future generations, I'm journaling my my just my reaction to things and what I'm thinking because we don't have those words. So I guess that's something that I'm doing right now that's new is the journaling. But the research, it does not stop. In fact, I'm, I'm sure you've probably been diving into things yourself, I'm sure. Well, you know, I have, but uh, one of the things that I've tried to do recently is to actually have a conversation with my DNA matches and it's been very, yeah, very enlightening to talk to some of my DNA cousins. And while I'm talking to them and getting additional information about their family members, I'm also looking it up and giving them information that they have not had. One one person I spoke to last week and I said, do you know you have a Civil War soldier in your family? Or someone else I spoke to, oh, I see a homesteader. And by doing this, it's really helping me. I mean, first of all, I enjoy doing research. I truly enjoy doing research. But I also like to hear the reactions of people when they're learning something brand new. Something that they, you know, it's like the narrative did not follow through with the family, uh-huh. and so they it's just something they did not know about. And so wow. that's part of kind of what I'm doing right now, just reaching out to people and saying, hey, it's, it's, a, it's a kind of way of reach out and touch, but not touch, but I'm talking to uh-huh. a stranger, but they are related to me in one way or the other, and we're trying to figure it out. And so that, that's that been one of the things I've been doing. The other is just kind of reading inspirational quotes. And uh, one quote I, I read, and I, it's, it's called, It's true that we don't know what we've got until we lose it. 
Ah, and mm-hmm. right now, I think a lot of us probably didn't realize what we had with the ability to do this research, the ability to reach out to people until we were told we couldn't do it. And it made me think back to our ancestors and the things that they couldn't do. I mean, even when I think about myself, I was born without all of my freedoms. You know, oh, look at my age right now, I have to say. You know, we were not born without freedoms. And it wasn't right. to, until certain civil rights acts were passed that those Correct. freedoms became a part of, of who I am today. And so my thing is don't take anything for granted. You know, if you're told to shelter in place, do it because it's the long run. It's the prevention. And I'm I'm really hoping that people understand that. And just as you said, you're journaling, start writing it down. Writing down the feelings of what Mm. what did it, you know, what does it feel like uh, not being able to do what you want to do? And then think back to those ancestors. Think back to your ancestors and what they couldn't do. The fact that maybe they could not read. Uh, They couldn't sit on the bus wherever they wanted to sit. Think about Uh that. You know, as you say that. mm -hmm. No, go ahead. Well, I'm I'm sorry. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Go ahead. We're talking. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this image came to my head. I belong to different groups, of course, as you know, on Facebook. And one of them is the group that focuses on the history and just memories that people have of uh, the community where I grew up and the region of the country where I grew up. And as I look at images that people share, and one of the images, of course, is uh, images that people have of downtown. And some people will say, do you remember this particular soda fountain? And I just smile and move on. But I remember when people who look like me could never have eaten at that soda fountain, have ever mm-hmm. ordered a milkshake and expected to come out and, and, and live after that. And so as you said, uh, yes, we weren't always born free. And people who, um, you know, I was born a child in the 50s in the South. There are places that we knew never to drive and we took Sunday drives all the time after church. But then we knew there were places that were not going to be friendly or safe, even driving through in our car on a Sunday afternoon after church, that we couldn't do some of those things. So, yeah, these are all parts of those memories. People in the current generation uh, of, of young people don't understand that. And it affects you or it affects me sort of even now. When I go home, there are places I don't drive in Arkansas, on the Arkansas side of, of, of the river where I lived, but I feel a little bit more comfort if I'm in Oklahoma driving through the country than I do in my home state of Arkansas. So, yeah, it, it affects us in multiple ways, but we need to write about it. We need to talk about it and, uh, and how we're responding to our current situation. Right now, the world is facing a pandemic. Every single person on this globe, I don't know how many billion people that may be, but we all have a story, and we need to record those stories. We need to write them down. Right. We also need to take care of self. 
You know, it's uh, one yeah. thing to sit to sit down all day long and to research and to nibble. <laughs> but let me tell right. you, if you're not getting up and moving and stretching, you yes. have to take care of self. And it's not mm. just your physical self, but your spiritual self. And mm. sometimes it means just stopping and meditating yes. and reaching yeah. out to that higher being to give you the strength mm-hmm. and comfort you need. And also to talk to somebody else. We're here, we're genealogists, yes, we're talking to folks online, we're Facebooking people, but get on the phone. Get on the phone mm-hmm. and tell one or two or three individuals, I love you, I miss you, mm-hmm. or just how you doing. I don't think mm-hmm. it hurts to do that. And while we may not be seeing that person, FaceTime them, <laughs> you know. Yes. That, that's what yes. it's all about, FaceTime, because we have the technology that our ancestors didn't have. And so this is something for us to, to think about. Well, I think I'm going to end this call right now, unless you have something else you want to share with people. No, um, uh, nothing really major to add. I do think, though, as you spoke in terms of where we are, how we're feeling, our emotions. Also, I think it is important to address because things. this is a time of stress. Um, the restriction of movement brings about stress when there are places that you cannot go that you used to go to frequently. Suddenly there's anxiety, and I think it's important also, as we all face the same dilemma on a worldwide basis, but to also address, uh, well, mental health or um, perhaps mental well-being that needs to be addressed as well. So uh, I'm just glad that you mentioned that in terms of of taking care of self, definitely so. And so uh, points well made. And, of course, the work that we do, we often deal with records that sometimes give us stress when we read about some of the limitations that our ancestors faced. Um, we sometimes get stressed from the work that we do, especially when we realize particularly our ancestors had an entire nation that had turned its back on them for many years, and they still had to thrive and still push ahead and teach something of of a positive nature to the generation that followed it. So, um, no, good points. Um, And, again, I encourage people to write. Pull out your journal, notepad, whatever, or, or open up, you know, a, a Word document and just start to jot down your feelings. These these times that we're going through should not be forgotten, um, and um, record them. So, on that note, hey, that's uh, I think enough said <laughs> on this Monday Okay, afternoon. enough said. And folks, just remember the prevention tips for coronavirus, uh, COVID nineteen. Avoid yes. close contact with sick individuals. Frequently wash your hands with soap and water. Uh, Don't touch your eyes, nose, or mouth with unwashed hands. And practice good respiratory hygiene. That is, you don't want to cough in somebody's face, cough in your elbow or something. So, everyone, we're going to keep talking. So, you know, I might just tune in tomorrow and talk to somebody else. But Angela, Walton, Raji, Thank you so much, and hey, everybody else, you'll hear from me again. Good night.
or for that matter, good day. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> Take care, Bernice. Thanks so Have much. A good one.